Welcome to Travel First with Alex First. After a week and still with plenty of things to see, we sadly departed Lisbon. But we were excited to be bound for Porto with a brief stopover in Portugal's third largest urban centre, Coimbra, spelt C-O-I-M-B-R-A. The reason for the side trip by rail was to witness a very special library, one of the finest in the world, built between 1717 and 1728 in stunning Baroque style, located at the UNESCO World Heritage listed Queenborough University. Forget e-books, here you have the real deal, with 60,000 volumes dating back to the 12th century. Construction of the library was aimed at conservation. That included the width of the outer walls and the use of wood inside, not to overlook two small colonies of bats that for centuries protected the books from insects. No amount of words can do justice to this place. Photography is strictly prohibited, but your eyes tell the tale. This is an experience unlike any other. Just soak it up. It has to be on your bucket list. Also at the university is an academic prison. Yes, you heard that right. As the uni was governed by private court law, it could imprison those who were judged to be miscreants. And so it did from 1593 until 1832, moving to its present site in 1773. A visit will reveal just how tiny the cells were. Renovated between the 16th and 18th centuries, the university chapel boasts a massive, imposing Baroque organ that dates back to 1737, still operational, that has about 2,000 pipes, while the Royal Palace of Queenborough was purchased by the university from the royal family in 1597. You can see all of this and much more in a couple of hours, time well worth spending exploring the remarkable history of the university. The one non-negotiable, though, is the spectacular ancient library at Queenborough University. Then it was off to Porto by train, where we were looked after by the Porto and Northern Portugal Official Tourism Board and the Porto Convention and Visitors Bureau. We were met by Francisco Marcus, a very personable and knowledgeable gentleman who runs his own tourism business called Bliss Tours. He was to act as our driver and guide for the following three days. To check out all the delights of Porto, just go to visitportoandnorth.travel. Visitportoandnorth.travel. First up, Francisco took us for a leisurely and most delectable lunch at one of the 70 traditional porthouses in Gaia, on the south bank of the River Douro, opposite the old city centre, which enjoys world heritage status. It's called Taylor's. Established in 1692, Taylor's is one of the oldest of the founding porthouses. It's entirely dedicated to the production of port wine and specifically to its finest styles. For instance, it's regarded as the benchmark for vintage port. The reason port wine lodges were originally located there was that wines aged better in the temperate and humid climate of the coast than in the arid summer heat of Douro Valley. Mind you, now the lodges are located in both places. We took a fascinating tour of tailors, which show just how much care and attention they put into their handling of the precious grapes. The row after row of stacked barrels, most dating back centuries, housed in magnificent timber such as oak and mahogany, is well worth a visit. 
And what would a trip to a porthouse be without a wine tasting to finish it off? Outside in the courtyard sat a regal peacock, resplendent in iridescent blue and green plumage. Go to Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, dot P-T for more information. A pleasant drive to the Douro Valley and truly magnificent and opulent renovated 19th century manor house set high on a hill overlooking the vine-covered rolling hills of the valley and the river below is Six Senses. The Upper Douro, where wine has been produced by traditional landholders for some 2,000 years, is World Heritage listed. Opened in July 2015, Six Senses is one of 11 of Six Senses properties throughout the world, most located in Asia. This is the first in Europe. The place has actually been a hotel since 2007. Before that was a traditional wine producing estate. But an interior redesign once Six Senses took over management saw abundant use of traditional Portuguese materials such as cork, 18th century tiles, granite and wood. It's open, spacious and airy. Has 50 rooms including suites which will be extended to 60 in the middle of 2018 along with a big commitment to well-being. Among its features is a huge spa, large swimming pools inside and out, a gym, a wine library and organic garden. It has a host of opt-in or opt-out special activities for guests, including traditional Portuguese tile painting, tree climbing, and what they term earth lab activities related to sustainability, which is among Six Senses guiding principles. The restaurant is simply intoxicating with its richness of flavours and diversity of menu, all tailored to individual tastes by the finest of chefs. I ate a superb fresh vegetable soup and the finest, most delicious chocolate mousse with berries I have ever eaten. Resistance was impossible, so I had to have another, which I did. Wow, was that something. Then tucked up in bed, I felt like I was lying on a cloud. Such is its level of comfort. Go to sixsenses.com forward slash resorts forward slash duro, that's D-O-U-R-O, dash valley, forward slash destination for more information. Joining us for dinner was Cristiano Van Zella, a gentleman with a unique appreciation of the history of wine. As a director and shareholder of Quinta Vale Donna Maria, producers of one of the preeminent quality wines and ports in the Duro Valley, Wine production has been in his family for 14 generations, since 1620. His daughter, Francesca, is also in the business, so the tradition continues. Cristiano sells his high-end product in 36 countries, including Australia. So why not ask for Quinta Vale Donna Maria, made with much love and affection for almost 400 years. Dinner over, I could not wait for one of the greatest breakfasts I've savoured. I'm determined to return to Six Senses in Duro Valley for a second and longer visit because it is well and truly worth it. Remember, to find out more about Porto and Northern Portugal, just go to visitportandnorth.travel. Visitportandnorth.travel. You've been listening to Travel First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.